Oh, snap. Oh, you wild children of the corn. You crazy bastards. You beautiful people. It's another edition of Geektastic Cypher here on Free X Agents Media. If you guys are also watching us on Twitch, we truly appreciate you. Uh, as we've been saying for the longest time, people can always check us out on Twitch as well. That's twitch.tv slash Geektastic Cypher. And if you don't know how the name is spelt yet, where have you been? <laughs> what have you been doing? Uh, we got a wonderful guest here with us this week. Skinny, would you do the honors of introducing? Um, this week, y'all, we have a very, very special person um, in our, I say, we, not our spaceship. What do we call this? We call this our... Well, remember when you guys first came to my new spot before yeah. the pandemic? We called it the 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 Hall of Justice. I'm down with that shit. So, our, our, our new, our newest member to the Hall of Justice, we have WGA screenwriter, an HU graduate, host of For All Nerds, or co-host of one half of For All Nerds, and the voice of the urban geek, DJ, author, Mr. DJ Ben Amin. Welcome Woo! to the show. Hello. Very happy to have you, sir. <laughs> we we um, should get the soundbite, Skinny. You're right. I should That, that, that would have needed the applause. My the clap, bad. right? Yeah. Exactly. You've been saying for a minute we need it, and that's my bad, because he said it. <laughs> DJ, that was, that's on me, not on him, because homie did say we're going to have guests that deserve it, and you're going to need it. And I, my ass was just like... Man, I don't want to be out here clicking the buttons, tappy tap, but no, true, true, true say. Applause. Applause, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. How well, you we improvise here. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, that's how we're doing on our show too. So yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> My man. So um, yeah, how you been? Like, what's been good? Uh I, for those who don't know, uh For All Nerds started off as fan bros. It's a great podcast. It's, as they say, it's the voice of the urban geek. So me being quite urban and listening from Quebec a few years back, I think 2015, 2016. That's when I got caught on. Um, the show really just kind of puts everything into a, a good perspective while also keeping those who are probably too cool for school informed. And also those who are kind of like the blurred, the geeks on the side who also listen to hip hop. It kind of makes you feel like it's one and the same. It's a great, great experience. I need to ask you what made the name, like what made you guys change the name other than for inclusiveness? and the side pods you do say if a major show comes up you guys will do like views from the 616 you'll do uh a game of thrones based pod you'll do uh something on like the eternals or a what if podcast first time secondly how (laughs) you know i mean like do tell your secrets give them all away all right that was a couple (laughs) um i'll I'll try and answer those in order uh fan bro we i'm dj ben i mean thank you for the introduction hello everybody out there and i'm one of the hosts of what was formerly known as fan bro show and it's now for all nerds and in our theme song it was always saying for all nerds you know f-a-n-b-r-o-s for all nerds and so that has always been a part of our thing and it was one of those things where we were battling against people saying, oh, this show is fan bros. So it's just about bros. And my co-host is Tatiana King, you know, and has been there since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I think, the fifth or sixth episode she joined the show and has been there since. So it was just one of those things that felt right. And for me, it's like, I wouldn't say it's opened up more doors, even though it has, but it just feels better to me, you know, like. I feel better being able to tell people, oh, my show is for all nerds right there. You know, got you. You know, it's like 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody understands what that is right away. It's for all nerds. You know, 
Um, and uh, we do a lot of different shows. We definitely do. We have our Fall Nerd show normally, which is every Thursday. And then we've had Views from the 616, which cover Marvel, pretty much anything in the MCU that comes out. We did all the Disney Plus shows, plus reviews of every movie since we started, which was with the first Disney Plus show. Um, We did Game of Thrones, Castle Black. We did Lovecraft Country, the Safe Negro Pod. Shout Mm -hmm. out to that. That was one of my favorite endeavors that we've ever done, Safe Negro Pod and Lovecraft Country. That was a a beautiful experience and just great fun doing that. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I honestly feel like I can always be doing more. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, five shows. It's like, I could do 10. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I could do 10. It's like that I could be like, I could be writing more. I could be doing this more. I could be doing Mm. something else. You know, I just always feel like I could be doing more. But I'm also very big on not being one of those people who's like yo i don't sleep i work because fuck yeah. that yo i love sleeping <laughs> yo facts <laughs> you know for, for, yeah. amazing need sleep. yeah yeah and i hate that ideal of like i see it a lot with writers especially where they're like yo i gotta you know if i'm not writing 15 pages a day and if i'm not dying for this work then i'm like yo b i don't <laughs> it ain't that serious to me fam like tv show get made or don't get made you know Hey, you know, it's like, I I like writing. I love it, you know, so that's yeah. why I do it. But I'm not going to sit there and kill myself over any of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yo, yo, that is. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. going to say, uh, I, I think one of the most important takeaways from it uh, on what you're saying is you didn't say it specifically, but I feel like if you do what you love, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, definitely. That, yeah. The fact that you, yeah. you're interested in continuing to do more and more is because you genuinely love it. Mm hmm. And you yeah. never feel the need to slow down, which is all and, praise, man. That's dope. And I've always tried to do that. Like, you know, it's I tell people that's like I've been trying to figure out how to tweet this. It's like, especially for writers, again, I'm talking about and, and it pretty much applies to all creatives. You shouldn't really make the money off of the things you love. Mm. But I've pretty much always made money off of things I love. <laughs> you know, so it's it's a gift and a curse i guess because i dj you know and i love djing and so but that allows me now because i dj it allows me to write and not worry about what if i have a project being done or not Mm. and that's been a big help you know and just having that i don't want to say safety net but having other opportunities always always looking for other opportunities instead of just putting all my eggs in one basket and i think that's probably what creatives should really take because yeah that's you know Ooh, it's scary if you just, you know, only got one thing going. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I know some people who definitely get into the field and start focusing so narrowly on something and they're just like, I'm going to make this one thing work. And mm-hmm. I'm not mad at them for focusing on the thing that they yeah. love. But I feel like you said all the eggs in one basket makes me mad nervous. Like, you know, I have my day job and I mm-hmm. happen to be lucky enough. I still I also work in music. I program mm-hmm. music for commercial spaces. Nice. You know, and uh, like I, I, I don't love doing it every day because it, it kind of it's one of those things where, you know, be careful what you wish for. Like I always mm-hmm. wanted to work in music and now working in music, it's it's this process of like listening and analyzing music and not experiencing music. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. Like, you know, yep. at the end of the day, I can't complain, you know, so. Yep. So the, and then what we do here on Geektastic and the free X agents media as a collective this is fun. This is the fun mm-hmm. part, you know, doing the show mm-hmm. weekly kept me sane during the pandemic. Oh, 100%. yeah. Yeah, definitely podcasting it? is, oh, sorry, but I just want to say, yeah, podcasting for me especially is like, 
I think having Tatiana as a partner really helps like that. It's just, that's the best part of my week usually, you know, like. Yeah, you guys yeah. bounce off each other really, really well. That's what I noticed, like the chemistry and just like, y'all joke like y'all are brothers and sisters a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, and I'll even admit this. So like, I was listening to your show and I think it was around the same time we started doing this show in 2016. So every week I would come in and I would start doing like skin deep, AKA this, AKA, like, you know, that, right. Okay. Yeah. So then, but so then it was these guys I got that from because they'd have the million and two AKAs. And I think one time Tatiana turned around and said, Bando Calrissian. And I'm almost like, nah, yeah. I need to borrow that for a second. Yeah. Cause there's no Canadians that's ever heard that. I'm going to go ahead and say that online. So I came through one episode and I said, AKA Bando Carizian and Brian looked at me. He's like, where'd you get that? Yeah, yeah. Where's that from? And it was no. so funny. It's funny. You brought that up. I was just listening to that episode the other day. Ah, exactly. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like these guys inspired me to kind of like, when we were doing geek tastic, it was like, all right, we're doing the geek show. It's fun. We're talk, covering our topics. But then with that, for all nerds at the beginning, what they brought was just that, like, not like a hood aspect, but like, you kind of just had that, like, it was it was a little bit gutter, but it wasn't like they weren't afraid to be like who they were. They weren't afraid yeah, to be like, yeah, we're, we're into yeah. this geek shit. We're about yeah. this life. We're gonna turn around and make something like Lando Calrissian sound hard as fuck and call it. Yeah. Band- you know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't know. I just really kind of appreciate what you guys have been doing, and it kind of inspired me to kind of be a better podcaster. What I want to ask you now is, after DJing, and then so you were DJing, and then I heard you DJ on the Combat Jack show. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. And then yes. from there, you guys started doing your own thing. And then you were DJing, but then you started writing. And then, for, or you probably always been writing, but then mm-hmm. I guess you got a prominent role in writing. And then the world of, your, the world is yours happens. Tell yep. me about how, when did that kind of come to you saying, all right, now we're going to do this. Like, now's the time to do this book. <laughs> it's a wild story. Um, Yeah, I... Let's just say I wrote a poem at one point, you know, uh, in a very trying time in my life to ver- to put the short story on, on that. Mm. And I wrote this poem and I wrote it for my nephew and my nieces, uh, mm. my sister's kids. And I was like, I needed to give them something that I felt would inspire them in life. Mm. And so I wrote it for them and they were very young at the time. And then I posted the poem on Facebook. And one of my friends from Howard University, Marcus Eileen, He's an artist, just an incredible, incredible artist. Like the art you see in the children's book is just one thing he can do. He's just in one of the most talented people I've ever known in my life. Right. And he saw the poem. He was like, yo, this is perfect. Let's do a children's book. Wow. And I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, like I always yeah. wanted to have a children's book and That's why so not? Cool. And so we, you know, researched and found out how to um, get it published. And we did a first printing of it. And that's what I have here. And. You know, we've been um, selling it ever since. And, you know, it's been like, that's just been one of the, another incredible thing to me. Because it's just like, like, I've had people tell me, yo, this is my kid's favorite book. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, that's that's wild. And so, right. yeah, like, it's, um, that's the thing. I, I think throughout life, I've just always been like, kind of fuck it, you know? For most things, it's like, you know, when opportunities come to me, I'll just be like, all right, let's see what happens, right. you know? And so that's how a lot of things happen for me. And it's always like, you know, it was like Combat Jack was the same thing. It was like, I always wanted to be a part of something like that, you know, like the Sway in Tech or like uh, yeah. Bobito and Stretch. And like, I grew up in Houston. We had to sing Kids Jam. 
and um things like that that i just always want as a dj i was like that'd be so crazy mm. and i knew combat through the internet and through blogging and stuff and he started the show and one day i just i think i text him or tweeted him like yo you need a dj and he was like yeah come through oh that's how that happened i thought y'all knew each other from time no, I've known Combat actually. The funniest thing, I knew him because I was running a blog, please don't stare.com. And yeah. he I had posted... the other blog at the time. I can't remember yep. the name of it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and, and I used to post this stuff, but one time I posted this, I was at the inauguration uh, party and I got video of Jay and Jeezy doing My President is Black. And I was like right behind him and I posted that <laughs> shit on my blog. And it was, you know, blew the fuck up. Bill Riley took it Jeez. and used it on his show. And so combat hit me like, yo, let's sue Bill O'Reilly. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Straight up, you know, and that was when I first really got cool with him. And we tried to sue Bill O'Reilly, but you can't really because of journalist yeah. stuff. Ooh. But we got cooled in and I keep posting this stuff. And then when he started the show, but, you know, I I never I'd actually the, he we used to tell the story on the show all the time. I used to like ghost him when I come to New York, you know, I come <laughs> to New York. And he'd be like, yo, let's hang out. I'd be like, ah, you know, you like that dog? And <laughs> that's just, that's kind of the person I am in general, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm over here with my boys, dog. I, you know, we don't, you know, we don't need no new cats around here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and cool. then, but when he started the show, I was in New York by that time. I moved up here and I was like, yo, it's good. You know, like, you need a DJ. And he was like, yeah, why not? Come through. And so that's. Literally, and that was the first time I'd met him in person. The first time I went to the studio. Oh wow! Yeah, crazy! Wow! Yeah, Dallas, all of them. That was the first time I knew Dallas through the internet, but that was the first time I'd ever seen either of them in person. And I walked into there. We did the show, and I was like, "This is one of the greatest things I've ever done." And I knew it was to be something stupid, you know, if we could just keep it going. And it did get pretty stupid, and <laughs> it spun off into where where we you are right now with loudspeakers and all that. I mean, it got pretty stupid. Yeah, well, <laughs> shit got wild, man. Shit got wild. Wow. Shit happened. Yeah. God damn, that's yeah. really really great. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Awesome. Um, I gotta okay. I gotta ask you though. Um, what did you what what do you prefer? Do you prefer the like? beginnings utter madness of djing on like the early combat jack show or do you prefer like for all nerds like because i oh. the energy was different but it's also very similar <laughs> yeah but, you know what i mean like if you can you know what i mean like with you and tatiana and then like when i was listening chico leo and then you kind of add into <laughs> back when when <laughs> when you have Thank you for mentioning yeah. Chico, because that's my fucking brother. Like, that was the Chico, man. The I Chico's, love that man. Like, awesome. That's a oh, genius. Like, yeah. Quite the genius. And then you have the, the previous energy was like Dallas, Combat, yourself, <laughs> like Just Blaze every now and then. Yeah, like, Premium. Premium, um, Pete. Oh, A-King, yeah. Matt Raz. Right? Yeah, wild. Pure fucking chaos. Um, <laughs> Y'all were wilding. So, I mean, what, what did you, yeah, in, in terms of energy, like, what do you prefer? either both you know it's like different it's like different things it's like you know they're just different you know like combat was like my first i've done i've been interviewing people that's a lot of people people don't know about me i've interviewed rappers and stuff i even have footage of a lot of it i'm I'm putting a lot of it together now Mm. since i was like what you know a kid early teens you know so yeah it's like that type of stuff, meeting rappers and stuff, wasn't something that I was like, oh, you know, it was more like, okay, you know. And even mm. some of them I brought on the show because I've known some of them from before. You know, like Guru, I've known since Howard, you know. And 
I've known a lot of cats like that just around, you know, whatever. So Mm. it was, but that was my first exposure to doing this shit, you know, like sitting here talking on a mic and just talking. And I learned so much on combat and it was just such a growing experience. And it was so like, like, you know, it was fucking chaotic. It was like, we don't do live on For All Nerds normally. You know, I'll go live on Twitch and stuff like that, but we're not really live a show anymore. And so that early stuff when we were live was insane. You know, like mm-hmm. it was 12 at night on a Wednesday night. We start the show at midnight. You know, it was insanity. So yeah, that was just something, you know, I, I'm just, I'm grateful for both in, in different ways. I can't really, it's like they say, you know, like Jews and a child, you know, I don't even have kids, but it'd be like, yeah, no, nah, that's like, they're, you know, they're both so important to me. Like plus, all those people we just named are just like, you know. Plus it all feeds yeah. into everything that you became, right? Like mm-hmm. every experience, you know, that's one of the things that I, I, I've always appreciated about just, you know, admiring all these people that did it before me. Just seeing them, like uh, seeing how they operate and, and wanting to emulate that or learn from it, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it's like, like you know, combat being like, yo, I'm going to start this show. And I think the first name was, what was it? Boom. Bap, Biff, it was something that was terrible. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, we'll figure it out, you know. <laughs> and, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll get to it later. We'll get and to then, you know, we started the show, and then, like, when he sang that theme song, you know, the original Fan Bros theme song, when he's singing on it, mm-hmm. and it was just like, and it's, you know, it's like all these things, it's just like you said, it's like progression, and it was all like where I was at that time in life, you know, doing the combat jazz show and being on the air and him being like, yo, Ben, so let's talk about this, you know? And I'm like, I don't really want to talk about that. Well, we're live on there right now. You're going to talk about that. You know? <laughs> and that was like, that was such an experience. And, you know, I like combat Jack, you know, rest in peace is like, you know, for anyone who knows, like, you know, the hat is right there behind me, you know, at all times. It's like, that's, that's I guy. can't thank him. I can't thank everyone around. I can't thank everyone who listened. You know, it 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 was life changing. And like you said, everything. I wouldn't be a WGA writer if not for Combat Jack. You know, straight up, because it was like that led to Fall Nerds, which led to me meeting Brian Fuller, which led to me being oh, wow. on American Gods, and dum 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 dum. Yeah, I mean, I you can't. I mean, that's, simply is that, but you know, simply is that. Just little, you know, just American got little flex. It's all good. Uh, I mean, but the, you know, but then it's like I also DJ weddings right now. You know, it's like let's you know let's keep it a buck. Like you know, that's what I mean. True, true, true. Just true, because true. you're on TV don't mean or writing or doing anything don't mean the life. You know, bills ain't got to be paid and shit. And yeah, Hollywood is one of them things where it's an interesting place. I you know I love it, but. It's interesting. It's a business. No, actually, say that again because a lot of people I feel need to know that that like it, just because you reach that say pivotal point where you think you yeah. need to be, it doesn't necessarily mean like okay, you're done. You could shed this job. You could shed all that and just kind yeah. of focus straightly. Like I like that you actually said that bills still need to be paid because it makes like for us. I mean, sure, I do this toy collecting shit and I and I do the podcast stuff. But like I'm a system in by day. So, you know, mm-hmm. like I still got to do that IT stuff, but yep. I don't feel so bad about it because I know that there's a lot of people out there doing the same kind of thing, but just not necessarily mentioning it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been trying to, like I said I was earlier, I was trying to figure out how to tweet this out, right? Because I'm like, it's something that I had to deal like hard with. You know, I was in LA, I'm like popping things going on the show, you know, and then it's like 
things change up and I'm still got projects where I'm working on this and that, but it's like, I'm not on a show where I'm getting that weekly check, you know, where it's like the stupid, you know, where you're like, wow, that's a lot of dough to be writing, you know, it's a big ass check to just sit. Yeah. 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 And so now I'm like, and then I had, you know, some stuff going on in life where I had to move back to New York. So I moved back here. And since then, I've been working on a few things. I got a few things like I can't mention right now that look really good that, you know, could be, you know, another thing like that. But I had to learn, you know, like, don't just quit your day job, you know, like, don't, you know, don't put, that's what I'm talking about. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, and that's made it so much better for me, honestly, because when I was at that point where I was like, yo, I got to write this so I can get on this show so I can get another check. It was the worst writing I'd ever done and the mm. worst feeling I'd ever had. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, I'll go DJ this wedding. And like you were talking about doing the music program and like DJing and weddings is not my favorite thing in the world to do, you know, it's not, yeah. especially even out of DJing, you know, mm. but it's a good check. And mm. now I can come home and for the rest of the week, write whatever I want to write and not have to worry about somebody being like, ah, I don't like that. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe you should change this. I'll just write what I like, you know, and then if it gets to the point where somebody else likes it, then that's fine by me. But I'm not like I'm just writing for myself now. And that feels so much fucking better. And I can do podcasting, which isn't like, you know, we ain't no Joe Budden or shit. We ain't get no 50 no. million dollar deal for our show. Yeah. You know, so it's like no. I work and then I can do all these other things I love. And that's what's mm-hmm. really great right now. Plus, we don't like to toxically blow up our spot. <laughs> mm. That's fair points. Mm. Fair points. Mm. Yeah, facts. Yeah, Ooh. like that's one of the things I remember when that whole situation popped off, and 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 you know, based on how Skinny talks about you and your your team, I feel similarly with these guys. Like whenever I think about what we're building. I respect these people and I would work with these people and I would talk to these people about anything before I would, you know, maybe go on air and start yelling about firing people and stuff. And that's always something I feel like the way we approach the way you approach the way we approach podcasting and that community and that, you know, knowing that the, 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 the fandom behind it and the followers that we get are people who appreciate us as a team Mm -hmm. is important. You know, like we do it for these people. So yeah, and we've had that. You know, we've had disagreements in the crew. We've had different people who right. aren't around anymore, and for various reasons. And, you know, it's love to all of them. You know, you, you saw that pause, but like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. No. <laughs> but no, so you can't say that because there's so many people I haven't like, even mentioned love, yet, and yeah, like yeah. that, mean, they may, they might fall. They might be like, oh, I'm onto that fucking category. There are a few fuckums, but you know, I can't. I, you know, it's like not everyone who's not on the show, like. Jamie Rigetti, you know, that's my sister. She was running the original four with mm-hmm. me, Chico, and Tatiana. You know, and that's like, like that four is my, you know, that's, that's to me is still like what I consider the team, you know, like mm-hmm. that was like the yeah. fantastic forward shit. Mm-hmm. And now me and Tatiana are still like the dynamic duo or whatever. But that's like, yeah, it's like that. Like I don't, I don't do things I don't love, you know, like, right. yeah. and I think that's what was one of the things that, I think it was a break uh, moment for me, and this might help anyone who listens who's like think about doing a podcast or whatever. It's like I realize, especially with fan bros, because I've been doing Combat Jack, you know, so I know that's hip hop, right? You know, mm-hmm. who doesn't fucking love hip hop? So I can talk about that. But at first, when I was doing Fall Nerds fan bros, I was like, oh man, this geek shit. I don't really know, you know, like, right? You know, yeah. Were you worried? Were you worried, like branching off and just speaking specifically about that? Like, yes, super. Especially at that time, because like 
it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't, wasn't that a cool lot then. of shows like that. Like, right. us, you know, right. there was yeah. there was a few, you know, like I think Rodimus was already out there. Right. Um, there were some other cats already doing it. I know Afro Nerd Radio was doing it. But one thing that I was always I was really held me back in the beginning was the nerds I knew, even the blurs I knew at that time were really like old school type of cats, you yeah. know, like ah, they're changing this. Yeah. And I um, was like, actuallys and gatekeeping a yeah. little. And I was, I had some of that. You know, there was <laughs> like, if you listen to some early shows, I've changed my opinions on a lot of things. I've grown so much from, you know, what I was. Yeah. But that was, I think, what made me start growing right away was when I was like, yo, wait a minute. I don't want to be talking to just these people. Right? Yo. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to be talking to these dudes who think they know everything. Facts. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought on Tatiana because I wanted, and Jamie, because I wanted, you know, women, I wanted to have that energy, you know, and I wanted people to understand there was women out there like this already who knew that shit just like I did. Yeah. And so that helped a lot, but it was still a lot of like fear, like where I was like, oh man, I'm DJ Ben. I mean, you know, people want to hear me talk about music and, you know, do the movies, whatever, but like comics, like nobody really want to hear you talk about comics. But I remember when people started listening and they were like, yo, I've, I don't know anything you're talking about. I don't understand. You know, I don't know none of that shit, but you sound confident and you know what you're talking about. So it makes me interested. Mm. And that made me like, oh, okay, fuck it. Just lean in on this shit. You know, like y'all say, just be the blackest nerd I am. Be who I really am. Because a lot of the shit, that's what I learned on the show too, that people love is stuff that I would think and would never say because I'm like, oh, that's a little, you know. But now on the show, I'm just like, fuck it, you know, say it. And people, you know, they gravitate to it or they don't. But I'm going to say it, you know. Yo, that's honestly everything you just said is exactly I feel like when we started, one of the thing, the one the main feedback I got from people was you make nerd c- culture accessible. I mm-hmm. always loved hearing that from people. And like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. the tip you were on too. that yeah. whole idea of talking to people. And and like you said, it's talking to the people who are on the fringe of nerd culture and mm-hmm. want to get in and want to listen to a show and not feel like they're being spoken down to, yep. but, smoking, but being able to be part of the conversation. And I feel like that's how we've always approached it. Cause I love, yeah. I love having the conversation with people who might not know as much because like, you know, Dave, for example, or, but like when he started talking about how his partner started watching all these superhero stuff and he would tell us about how mm-hmm. much he enjoyed seeing it. Well, Dave, I'll let you say it. You kept saying, like, from her perspective. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, like, it was just, it was like, a, it was an interesting thing to see, like, because, like, we, we all, like, when we watch stuff, right, like, on average, we know a little bit. Yeah. At least 50% of what's happening in the sense of, like, we know who Iron Man is, this and that. We're talking about someone who knows nothing. She, like, she's, be, I've created a nerd. I've created a monster, to be quite honest with her. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I've done but the same. Yep. <laughs> same here. The with her is like, so like for her, I was watching what set her off was um, WandaVision. And then she asked like how things got to this point. And I'm like, or can I watch the next shows? I'm like, well, you're, you're missing out on 20 movies. Like, I don't know how to explain that in one minute, you know, like we need to be here for days. So, but when she came on and then she started to watch like it was good that Iron Man was so good because she gravitated mm-hmm. to that quickly and like it was an easy intro for her because of like the the actors and whatnot. But as she was going, it was interesting to see someone's mind completely open up to stuff that she like. If you would have talked to her about like space, the use of powers, mm-hmm. flight, yeah, yeah, uh, punching someone and then getting up even though they broke a moon, yeah, yeah, 
she'd be looking at you like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And now she's like, and then what happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So seeing that and, and, and it, it's kind of nice because like, I also like to get back to Brian's point. I find like the vibe that you're describing is the same vibe as us. And we're kind of like, I take the approach of like, we're the welcome wagon, mm-hmm. you know, come, come. Yeah. Yep. We, we, which symbol do you like on this wall of stuff? Yeah. You like this one? Come, we'll explain it to you. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that's, we might that's the explain whole... it, but we'll explain it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, and that's, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm like, I know that's why, you know, I wanted to be on here because I, I can't do that other vibe, you know, like that shit just does nothing for me. And it just, mm, yeah. I, I hate it, you know, cause I, I grew up with my mom taking me to the comic book store, you know, yes. and so, same. Like, Amen. And my mom always, I being so happy when Frank, that was the comic book owner, when he finally got a chair that she could just sit down in and chill, <laughs> you know, while I ran through the comic <laughs> store because she didn't mind being there, you know, she liked it. And then, like my older sister, you know, is a geek, you know, she's a cool ass, you know, she's way cooler than I'll ever be, and like, but also a geek, you know, she was yes. reading fantasy novels and had comics and had all kind of stuff, and you know, would read my stuff, so. I've always been that way. And, you know, as far as like women and stuff, and I grew up on shit like aliens with Ripley, you know, and so it's yeah. like, I never got that other side of it, you know? And I just was always like, yeah, let people know because it might be their first comic. That's what I always say. You know, like, it's just like anyone, you know, everyone has to pick up a comic for the first time, you know, and they might just be a little older than you were. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. So much fun. So much fun. Yo, shout out to Frank hooking hooking moms up with a seat. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, Nan's games and comics. That was my spot in Houston. Yeah. Oh, Frank. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Uh wow. Should we uh go into the segment before we get into Harder They Fall? Or yeah. Well, we have a quick message. Uh we mm-hmm. got a quick message when we come back from the message, then we can jump into we can continue the segment if that's cool. I'm down. Let's go. Because right, that yeah. movie is great and I got a lot of comments to make. Yes, facts, facts. I have so many things to say about it, too. Uh, so real quick, we just want to hit you guys up. More information after this clip. Don't go anywhere. What, please? Hmm? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Yo, yo. So don't forget, guys, <laughs> you saw the dates. 4th and 5th of June 2022 is going to be happening at Le Théâtre. Uh, I was para, Paradox. I, oh, yeah. for, uh, for some reason, I keep thinking it says Paradome. Paradox. <laughs> Théâtre Paradox. Paradox Theater in Montreal, 5959 Boulevard. Monk, the 4th and 5th of June 2022. Word Burglar. Mega Ran, Master Sword, Urizen, Double Experience. There's a whole bunch of awesome things that are going to be going on that weekend. So make sure to check it out, shanksevents.com. Guys, uh, we're going to be talking to Devin in a few weeks. 
He's going to be coming on to discuss more amazing things. Word. Awesome. All right, yeah. y'all. Ben, have you been that. to Montreal yet? Hell no. I've been trying to get to Canada for a few years now because of the, um, especially Toronto. I got some people up there I want to see, but, uh, you know, the pandemic, y'all was like, don't come up here, Americans. And <laughs> y'all can't come through. <laughs> yeah, and I fully understand it. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to make it soon. And I was actually just uh, texting with Mega Ran uh, today. He's coming to New York and we're going to do some stuff soon. So I'm, no, I'm like, yo, I might have to come up for that. That looks dope. Yeah, yeah, man, it's gonna be yeah. fun. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that lineup. Um, Mega Ram was one of those artists that when I first discovered, when I like, I've always been a blurred. I just mm-hmm. never knew about blurred music. Yep. Uh, so that was the thing. Like when I heard some of his tracks uh, and Word Burglar and all those guys, I was just like, oh, there are people who rap about this stuff. You know, like yes, you, you, like you know, looking up. Uh, I remember going on to uh, original hip hop lyric archive. And just looking up the word like fantastic, like looking at the words Fantastic Four or Hulk, just to see all the songs that come up mm. with those lyrics Jeez. in to be like, I just want to listen to all the songs that reference the X-Men. All oh, the songs wow. that reference. Wow. Yeah, that I really- only know of the last Emperor song, Secret Wars, really. Like, I don't oh, no, there's so many. There's a lot of that- yeah, I'm, I'm lost out here. I need to know more about that. God it's man. like rappers have been like, I mean, since uh, Rapper's Delight, uh, he mentioned Superman and Rapper's Delight. Like yeah. that, yeah, that's you know, that's hip hop. It's always like I remember when when I got the only book for Cuban Links and they had their names listed on the back, and Method Man was Johnny Blaze, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> somebody is a geek. <laughs> the whole Wu Tang too, man. That's yeah, they're the all, all of them. Yeah, yeah I was I about to say, like, they're all, they're all there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That panel, I remember going to that panel at uh, CMJ in New York one year where it was hip hop, kung fu, and comic books, mm. and uh, uh, uh mf gruff and mm-hmm. um a bunch of people from dc came through and it was just like this is i didn't even know there was a like this panel is me you know what i mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like every year i came to cmj and i was just like this is a fun experience but that panel was just like oh this is me for once and that, yeah that felt real you know hell so, yeah that was dope um do we dare guys though speaking of this is us when we look at the screen there's been some times in our lives where you know 310 to yuma fun movie but i didn't see myself you know Mm. uh when i was a kid when i was a kid my dad tried to take me to see posse i was under 16 and the theater was just like no sir you cannot take a child to see this movie (laughs) i never got to see posse as a kid and now i feel as an adult i've gotten my generation's posse Mm. the heart of the ball Folks, that's let us a great segue. Thank you. <laughs> I've thought about it a lot, man. After after I this, after I watched it? that movie, I thought about the fact that my dad took me to the Cary Square in Montreal. Y'all know where that where it's at. Yep. Took me to the Cary Square, and I remember him being so sad that we couldn't go in to see Posse, and he was just like, "This is a movie I really wanted you to see." And then we ended up having to see Sidekicks with Chuck Norris and some blonde ass kid. Doing <laughs> oh my Mark god. Mark. My dad was not happy because he was just like this. Nope. <laughs> that's a poor trade. That, that's a poor trade. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> cultural appropriation or a movie about black cowboys. He did not want to see cultural appropriation. <laughs> Straight up. Um, to talk about this movie. Well, I mean, oh this is a little God. segue really quickly, but I don't know. if Okay. Someone brought this to me and I want to actually confirm this with you guys. But someone, my boy, told me that Simbad's character in the Cherokee Kid, is a, he was essentially playing Cherokee Bill. From this book. I did not know that, but I know that most of the people on the heart of they fall are based on real life people. Right. 
and yeah. loosely is probably super about, loose. loose. about super the best is a keyword. Wait, yeah, keyword there. Yeah, yeah. wild loose man. Wild. Um, this yeah. movie just. I could just say like they it hit me in all the right places because it had that Tarantino style like over the topness with the blood, but it wasn't too much. It had like it was gritty, but then all the characters are so awesome that I just didn't want anybody to die. Like part of me was just like, okay, so they're gonna team up against like no offense, Dave, the white man at the end of the movie, right? Like they're gonna they're gonna. I know. was expecting it. <laughs> right? I, mean, that's, I thought that, I thought that, I thought that the train was about. I thought that was foreshadowing. Right? So I'm like, okay, they're gonna team up or something. It's gonna be like you know a no, four and four crew in turn. I, to I think it was crew. pretty predictable that that wasn't gonna be the case though. Them from the beginning when the what's his name's care. I mean, we can. There's no spoilers at this point. No, if you haven't watched no, it, I'm no. sorry. But when uh, Idris Elba's character walks in and Groups. pretty much murders the mom and dad, you already knew that. Yeah, that was, I didn't re- think... that was going to be the revenge story. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think Nat Love was going to ever forgive his parents being murdered in front of him right. and his head being his forehead being carved with a cross. I was a cross sure. and, be, and, and be like, let's <laughs> team up could... against the white man. No, I'm going to yeah. kill you first. <laughs> and then I'm going to go. Oh, after <laughs> Wolverine and Sabretooth fight a lot, then kill other people, then go right back to fight. Right? See, see, Dave, thank you. I couldn't yeah, do it. Sabretooth <laughs> didn't <laughs> massacre Wolverine's I Well, actually. His wife? Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. like his wife, dude. Right. Oh, wait, are they? Doesn't he come they... around every birthday to fuck with Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he killed his son. You guys remember how he killed his son? He drowned him in an inch of water. Yeah. Like he does not yeah. every birthday. That would always made me like that. Was yeah, like, that funny, got me, man. That's and so imagine, ridiculous. You're like, saber tooth, and you're halfway across the world. You're like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're in a <laughs> what day is it? What day is it? September what? Oh no, I need That's to so I need to find Logan. Oh my god, I need to find out where Logan's at. Like right. <laughs> He's like in the middle of a robbery or something. Drops everything he's doing. Yeah, marking on the calendar. He has a healing ability, though, right? It's like kind of like Wolverine, so he doesn't yeah, necessarily yeah, like yeah. die. I mean, no. Wolverine does kill him for good at one point, but he's still not dead, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's about to who in, exactly. who in comic books dies? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The only that's people true. that supposedly uh, back in the days, two seconds, and I, I say this again, speaking at, not as a gatekeeper, but just because I want to let all our fellow nerds in. Uh, or the original three that were never supposed to come back were um, Jason Todd. Three. Uh yeah, Gwen Stacy, Uncle Ben, and then yep. uh oh, and Bucky. Those were the four. Yeah, those were the four that technically, based on the impact they left on those characters, were never supposed to. And I think Uncle Ben's the only one they haven't yep. technically brought back in Facts. the yeah, yeah. Out of all of them. Yeah, yep. yeah, man. Yeah. Is, is, isn't say, Gwen Stacy an alternate Gwen, reality? Does that yeah. count? Oh, okay. That doesn't okay. count. That doesn't count. That's okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Like Jason original, Todd, I get Jason Todd Winter Soldier, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. but yeah, I, it's it's only because the the idea is these characters affected certain other characters through their hero's journey as to why. So Captain Marvel, maybe that's Marvel too because of the whole cancer and how he died. That's why. True. They yeah, that yeah. was pretty big. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. The death of Marvel is like yeah, that, part that, of Marvel. Like yeah, that affected yeah. everyone. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're both right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, yo, back to the heart of they fall. I gotta yes. say, when we, when, you know, I, I saw that this movie was coming out, I, I, you know, I've always been, when I was a kid, I kind of, you know, you always wanted Cowboys versus Indians, and it was a little messy. As we got older, we started to realize, but you still always kind of loved the story and the lore behind it, because mm-hmm. 
it, it was celebrated, right? It's a big thing. It's a big part of the history in America and in Canada uh, a, a little bit, but you know, mostly through us, we, we had a lot of the, like the beaver hunters and the trappers and the outdoorsmen, which are mm. kind of like our cowboys, but mm. it was just watching those cultures and that, that story being told and the, the dream of, you know, just getting a plot of land and building and living and that, that selling the idea. And that's part of what the American dream was always about. And then that, that the fact that that was part of as evil as Rufus might've been him and Trudy had that dream and that's something that I didn't expect I was going to like, I almost wanted them to win. I felt bad rooting for Rufus and Trudy because the way they were going about it felt rough. But at the end of the day, what they were trying to do sounded so important. Mm. Like, yep. it, it's something yeah, you need, yeah. But they're was, also was doing a, it through. But, but that was just was good storytelling, right? Yeah. It was right, a bit misguided. Right. Like the vision was there, but in terms of their approach, I think that's really what separates like, someone who's do out doing it for themselves versus someone who's doing it for others. The idea is there. Like I want yeah. this town to be run and be self-sustained by people who are less fortunate. But yeah. then in order to do that, he's also extorting those same people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like part. Yeah. <laughs> sneaking in it, its tail just a little <laughs> bit. Right. It didn't, it didn't necessarily jive <laughs> jive or, or necessarily mesh with the ideas that he he wanted yeah. to really. I got it. I understood it. I just didn't think, you know. Unfortunately, Skitty, it's the downfall. Yeah, your favorite line in the movie was uh, from Trudy's speech, and that was the. I remember feeling like when she said that. I when she answered that guy who was kind of like, "Yo, you can't ask us to find all this money for y'all." Like I was gonna you know, put us in the in hard, like put us between the rock and the hard place, right? Yeah. And that line, I felt like the, the older woman in church, like that. The mm, I let out. Yeah. It woke, yeah. My, it woke up my daughter, and legit, <laughs> like I was just like, mm, like I felt that because it's just like a yeah. rock and a hard place is what we call Monday. I'm gonna say you're damn right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I ran that back like four times. I was like, mm. yeah. It was yeah. so that line was so powerful, and I think they knew that. Yeah. When they wrote it, I don't think they just wrote that in there as like any old other line. Like no. the way Regina delivered that, and it's just kind of yeah. like, yeah, I guess. Like, what can you say to that? Yeah, you know, like what's your comeback to that? Like, a rock and a hard place is what we call Monday. Like, legit, that's basically almost explaining the entire black experience. It's just like a sentence if you had to. Just boop, right there. Kind of wild, yeah. Kind of wild, and 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 then uh, that. So that scene was so amazing to me. And I was really hoping that when Rufus walked out, he was going to put his hand on that man's shoulder and be like, brother, we can do this together. And oh, man, he shot him in the chest. I know. He just shot him in the chest. And then that's, yeah. when, that's when it flipped for me because I was just like, I really wanted to be on your side, Rufus, but I don't know if this is how you win the people over. But, you know, but that was one of the best things that I find about this movie. Like one thing I'll give this, I mean, there's so many kudos I want to give this movie, but one thing was the writing. Like it, the way they made you like, like a yo-yo, like you go, something happens, you like someone, you take it back. You think you're, this guy's the hero, then he does something not so hero-esque, yeah. right? And then yep. it going back and you, and like you were saying before, Doc, like the fact that you were at one point rooting for the quote unquote bad guy, I just thought it was like amazing writing all around. 
And there the dialogue is, was ridiculous. Yeah, there was no real point where I wasn't rooting for both sides. I just right. wanted to be like, I was kind of like, all right, if it's coming down to this, someone's going to have to die. So who do I like less on both? Why? Teams? Okay. Why do you think that is? And I think, honestly, I felt the opposite. I really? didn't necessarily root for the bad guys, but as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, I can see how people are going to root for the bad guys because the actors they cast in the roles. Mm-hmm. You like those oh, actors, so therefore, them portraying a villain, you don't necessarily see them ever die. You don't ever see them in villain roles, ever. But they're also just doing some badass shit. Like, yeah, legit, I was about to say. When they're on the train and, and Cherokee yeah. Bill, like, he doesn't have a gun, but then people move, and then you just see all the arms from out of him point out, and you just literally looks like he has, like, six arms, like Dr. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, that's some beautiful cinematography. Like, fuck yeah. out of here. You all need to chill out with that kind of shot. Because... Also, at that point, I didn't consider them villains. Like oh, at no. that point, at the at the beginning of the movie, when they stopped the train to go on and get Rufus, my assumption is that Rufus is a black man has been put in bad situations mm. and was a villain because he had to be a villain, not because he wanted to rob people. It's later on when I saw him kill that dude that I was just like, oh, no, you're not a good person. <laughs> like, that was when it really hit me like, oh, shit, no, he's a bad guy. Like, it's, and he's not doing things for bad reasons. He's actually right. not a good person. Then yeah, they also paint like, it. Yeah. Oh, I was just say they also paint that well, like in that scene, because they have the white uh, officers be the corrupt, yeah. you know, police, and they're like, "Oh, we were sent here to done you off, and we got a whole pardon, etc." Exactly. And like you were saying, it's also that they, it's black people, so you're not going to root against black people no matter what. It's like the Killmonger thing, you know, like it's. <laughs> You know, he presents a good enough argument, and he's black, <laughs> and it's Michael B. Jordan, you know, so it's like, F it, you know, like, fuck it, you know. And, Maybe we should give all these spears to all the black yeah. people around the world. I but I wasn't rooting for them at all. Like, you know, no. I I thought like, Keith oh, yeah? really okay. did a fantastic job, and mm. we sold it, but I was like, this dude's evil, you know, like, mm. Turkey is pretty evil from the gate. I could, I just felt that, and I thought yeah. that's why... I really love Lakeith, but I was like, no, this dude needs to die. And I knew he was to yeah. shoot my man's early, you know, Man, and all that. He was, he was, he was a snake. He was and when he did that shit, that's when I finally turned. I'm like, oh, you just well, shoot Oh, see, I knew he was to do that shit. So it wasn't Where, like okay, a surprise man. to me. I was like, this dude's to shoot you, you idiot. Shoot yeah, you that kid, we all knew that kid was, you know, he was dead. Yeah, the way yeah, he was talking. You, you can't, yeah. you can't act like that enough. You can't, a Western movie. you can't expect, not honesty. What's the word I'm looking for? Integrity? Yeah, yeah. Honor, uh, you can't expect honor, honor, honor right? Yeah. You can't. There's no honor amongst thieves. thieves. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna exactly. shoot him in the cheek, out the head. God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that was also because the oh, what's his name? The guy was being so cocky for so long. At that yeah, point, it's exactly. like, yeah, shut up, like, yeah. you, like shooting him before the count's done is a, a, a snake's move. But like, that count was also but there's slow, snakes. so I understand. Yeah, and it's not an idiot. Like, I would have shot him too. Like, fuck out of here. We're, like, he, he straight up told him it's not about being who's quickest dog. It's who's alive and who's dead. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. idiot still wanted to roll on that bullshit. They was all looking at him crazy. You know, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan's looking at him like, yo, dude, you know, you about to get shot. And, yeah. yeah. And he got Love's shot. Yeah. Like, he's like making love to his gun, gun before. Yeah, he's like looking away from dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, like the moment yeah. you take your eyes off me, I'm shooting you, fam. Like, what are you Yeah, thinking? like that's that's just because you're calling out the disrespect at that point. Because if you if you're in this situation and you're yeah. not at least looking at me while you're talking yeah. to me, like fuck that. Fuck you're, out of here. I'm shooting sure Like you're you're you're, 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 you're split second of blink, I'm gonna take advantage and it's over. That's yeah, it. Boy. It's an active <laughs> battlefield. I don't know what you think is going on here, but like people are dying, bro. 
Yeah. <laughs> one of us is going to be dead here, and it ain't going to be me, bro. You know what? Yeah. To be to be devil's out of it. Yeah, we're the only ones. Two, I feel like you and I are the only two that were just like. I feel I, out of honor, I would have liked to see who's actually faster. Because I feel no, like, we all knew uh, Cherokee wasn't that fast. There was nothing uh, that indicated to that point yeah. that Cherokee was fast with the gun at all. He <laughs> was just smarter and quicker yeah. to do it than you were. That's it. He just didn't care to shoot you in the back, Roy. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he's I the think, fastest yeah. because he's the smartest. That's yes, basically exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. and that yeah, goes back yeah. to like um, my favorite western, Unforgiven. Ooh. You know, like that's my favorite joint to this day. And it's like because that it breaks all that shit down, like all that bullshit about oh, you know, this one man can kill a bunch of people. None of that can happen. You know, gunfights are usually you know people being stared, and just whoever yeah. manages to walk away is what matters. Yeah, yeah. But what is it? Exactly. What do they say? The 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 history is written by the victors, right? So yeah. Eric, you probably even if he didn't mean to, someone else at his side was probably just running stories about him, and it's just mm-hmm. like fine, I'll just let them run. I don't care. Yeah, I'll run with it. It stares people away. Yeah, that's yeah. true. When when a reputation yeah. is built on fear and you don't even have to do anything to fuel it and benefit from it, why not? Mm-hmm. I yeah, gotta say, I mean, they did they did things to fuel it, like when the guy oh, yeah. went into the N word <laughs> and Trudy just shot oh, him. Oh yeah, he finished. that was yeah. my and then, favorite. And then Bill, that Bill was me. like, Bill was like, he might have could have said nincompoop. nincompoop, and she's like, we ain't no nincompoop. I was like, oh, my <laughs> oh <man. laughs> that was my favorite line. Honestly. I love it. She said, anyone start with the word, they're going to yeah, get the same yeah. fate. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm here for this movie. We yeah, are, I'm good. Yeah, oh let's go. God. One part that got me is when they went to, when they named the town, I remember I was just like, they said oh, the yeah. name of the town, and I in my head, I was just like, it's a white town. And then they literally yeah. say, that's yeah, a white yeah, town. Yeah. I'm like, no. okay, I died well, of laughter I mean, then. So yeah, then when the they show it. white. Yeah, yeah. the whole town was white. The whole, they painted the whole yeah. town white. Like yeah. every, I was like, "You guys are nuts." The sand's white. All the buildings are white. Y'all oh. gonna put the white town in parentheses? This like that, was that kind of comedy. That was like yeah. it was that kind of comedy that I was thinking. Okay, there's no way that they're gonna turn around and just shoot Jim in the face, and they shot Jim in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. You that, know what I that, mean? That balance of like we can be tongue in cheek in some scenes and full right. on murder someone in the next. Yeah, is very interesting because it's not easy to write a movie like that Mm-mm. where you no. can t- you know walk the line between those two styles. Yeah. It and kept direct, you on your toes. Everything. Yeah, the directing, everything. You know, with the music choices. Yeah, and like I know, like I said, because I know Guru and he worked on that. So we he'd been telling me about some of the stuff they were doing for months now, and he was like, "Yo, we're gonna have this dub sound." With the Western guitars that you know from all the classic Westerns and stuff. Right so I was like, Broadway. okay. And he was like, yeah, make sure you listen to this shit with your speakers up. So, yeah. when, you know, I'm sitting there at home and I'm like, as soon as it starts, I hear that dub come in. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get what y'all doing. And then, like, he was telling me how, like, the, he, like, the subtleness of it, like, because it's like there's a Lauren track, there's Jay in it, but it's just in the background. It's not like, here's our Lauren moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's what I loved. And I, I think, like, me and my uh, partner, one of my writing friends, we were talking about it, and we feel like the ending, like that that whole twist. I don't, you know that. Yeah, it's it's kind of debatable, you know. Okay, but, that yeah. Oh. But I thought it's also like that karate movie silliness of like you know you killed my brother, you know. Yeah, and it's legit. Like, <laughs> it was it was silly in part. Yes, in point, yeah. right. This movie, like like let's not kid ourselves. There were definitely yeah. campy moments yes right yeah. um which is also bringing to the point of you bringing that up is that like how did we feel about nat love overall and oh, like, I like nat, that character I, I, and no, i love him i love him great 
Yeah. And I and I think I loved Stagecoach Mary even more because she was just like, Nat, you are not smart enough to pull any of the shit you think you're pulling over us. Like every time you thought Nat was like, I'm the slickest gun in the West, and Stagecoach Mary would be like, Nigga, you ain't. I knew it. <laughs> and, I, and I just cracked up. When Got she him. showed up, when Reeves undid what took him out of the the thing yeah. and was just like undoing his, his cups. And they showed up around the bend. And they're just like, we knew exactly what you were doing. Why did you think that was going to fool anyone? I was dying of laughter because that was they, so They well actually, done. the way it was directed, the, the, the viewer, I knew immediately it was a ruse. So oh, but the yeah, way it was yeah, filmed, yeah. it was like, oh, the characters probably know as well. It was it was very yeah. well done mm-hmm. in the sense that like you also felt part of that crew. Yeah, as looking on with him uh, interacting with uh, with the sheriff or the marshal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I I have a love hate relationship with Nat Love because I felt like he made a lot of stupid decisions. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to blow up. I all think Stagecoach made got, some stupid decisions too, though. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. He yeah. definitely got a few people killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a few people. Her crew, her, her crew. <laughs> yeah. Man, when Mary went in and they're just like, "Bitch, we know who you are." Yeah, like, I did not, yeah. That, that whole scene. I, I was you. Know, watched it last night. I was like, "She really." Because the first time I watched it, I was like, "This is pretty stupid." And the second time I watched it, I'm like, "Damn, she's stupid." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and even more stupid. And even more stupid, she left Trudy alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what'd you do that for? Like, if you're going to go and bat someone across the face with a shovel and then scream yeah, at her. Yeah, right? give her a few more. Right? Like, at least screens. go in and just tump her on the head a few times. Yeah, and make sure she's got or, I mean, you use know? the sharp end. I mean, there yeah. is. Anyway. <laughs> that fight was way too intense for you to just cuff her in the face with a shovel and just be like, yeah, yeah. Like, no. yeah, Give some hope for a sequel, you know? Like, of course, yeah. Yeah, as we saw. that's the thing but i I definitely agree i mean well like we said a lot of stupid mistakes were made like you this whole sequel is going to be based solely on the fact that you didn't do your job you didn't make sure you know in in the when you know we've said this i think we've said it on the podcast we've talked about it like it's not that you want to but when it comes to a life or death situation sometimes you got to make a decision like it's me or you and that was like watching mary i was just like Oh Mary, I love your your kind heart, but girl, Trudy is going to come for you one day right. if you don't put her in the ground. Like, especially if she turns yeah. around and then her man's dead. Yeah, man's dead. Yeah, right. dead. Everyone she respects. money's gone. Whole town burn up. And like, yeah, come on, man. It's like, crazy. It's like studying for a test and killing the first sixty percent and going out of the last forty and walking out. I'm done. I got this. And just not finishing the test. It's like, what's the point of studying this whole time? Yeah, it's crazy. Just hoping that shit go well, right? Yeah. Like, I, I respected the directors for them not killing Reeves. Like, I'm just like, oh man, this old man's so badass. Oh, yeah, he's the he first to go, and he's gonna go real bad too. I thought, he, I thought he was gonna go too. Right? Yeah, yeah for sure. he's the first to go in the second. Because oh, no, no, yeah, they're gonna put them up in the you second. You can't one. kill Bass Reeves. Right, that's my question for y'all because this has started coming up. Like, how do you all feel about the fact that like it's so loosely based? Like, uh, Bass Reeves is like the yeah. ultimate super cop in real yeah, life. Yeah. You know, yeah, my man Ranger. put his own son in jail. Like, yeah, yeah. And the Lone Ranger crazy. is like based off based of him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I like they they whitewashed him already, and this brings him back. But then it's like this brings him back as a corrupt cop, kind of like. I mean, I felt mm-hmm. like he was corrupt to the extent of 
Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna be as corrupt as I can be to get the justice that I want. Yeah, to. like because yeah. his whole angle is what I didn't hear that Rufus got a pardon. I'm so, going after Rufus anyways. Yeah, Nat, you gonna yeah. come with me and we'll do this together. That's, a Frank that's the kind of corrupt I can live with. Yeah, but yeah, that's, but then you like corrupt is not searching real justice. Real life, you know, that's the only thing. Uh, or like, or like even more is like Sage Coach Mary, who is a big black older woman. Yeah. Yeah, and they have you know young light skin, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They kind of the the colorism conversation for this movie was a whole other. Yeah, people got in on that. Hollywood, Hollywood has to do something about because like what's the other one that just came out in the Heights is the other one that that they were just like how you're not gonna have any Afro uh, Afro Latin people at all. And then people are trying to defend it. And it's just like, guys, these are the things that we're talking about. When we talk about being inclusive and working together, even these small things get noticed. You know, like Heart of They Fall is a great film. I, I, as a black person, I appreciate the movie. I'm looking forward to more movies like this, you know, and it doesn't have to be a black film. It's just a good film that happens to star black people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, when we're doing those things, could we put darker actresses or actors in certain roles? Especially with someone that you know, maybe if if you want to play with the age a little bit on on Coach yeah. sure. But you could have put a a Jill Scott playing that role. I still like him, but yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. But or like, because did you guys you guys got the link that I sent where they did the quote yeah. unquote prequel the that a couple years ago, seven years ago or something that had Erica Badu, Rosario Dawson, uh, you know, had a whole bunch of people, and I was just like. Oh, it's interesting that they did this with this crew back then, and that they were going to try and work to towards something else this time, and what they could have done, and hopefully, like we said with the sequel, if he brings back some of those actors to play different roles in this next one. Um, but I definitely think the colorism thing in Hollywood, you got yeah, they gotta they gotta start paying attention to it, and uh, and you know, I know black comes in all colors and shades, but mm-hmm. at the same time, that doesn't mean like it, 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 the fact that we say it comes in all shades is why we should be willing to show all shades. Because like, for me, that wasn't like... Like, I saw that complaint early on, especially not even with the colorism, where people were just like, yo, these are our historical figures, and they're doing Bass Reeves wrong. And I'm like, well, at least they did Bass Reeves. You yeah, know, like... Yeah. True. Like, geez, like, And that's the thing with white people, they'll do a movie, and it'll be like, you know, Billy the Kid is now a superhero instead of yeah. a mass-murdering scumbag that he was. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, if they can do that, why can't we Fact. do that? You know, like why? Why can they be the only ones and be in it? But it does go into the fact that we have such limited opportunities. So when people are like, when we see Bass Reeves, they want to see Bass Reeves because we might not get another Bass Reeves movie. True. But at the same time, I'm like, well, let's get this wild version, and then maybe we do get it. You know, it's like, oh, it's like also Bass Reeves put his son in jail. Like, I don't know if that dude was all. You know, (laughs) maybe he doesn't need to be portrayed exactly how he was. Like, Maybe I don't know what it's going to be. You gotta let something slide. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get, let something slide. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, not you guys out of, my uh, son, bro. I don't yeah, I know. No, it's so honor bound that you put your own son in prison. Yeah, no, that's a little warped. Here. Yeah, that's a little yeah, thing. Yeah, no, that's deep. I'm not, that's deep. You must have your sons. What do you think of the the side characters that we knew were gonna die right out of the beginning? That were part of the uh, the Red Hood gang. Oh shit! Oh, all, all of them uh, were great. <laughs> Damon Wayne Jr. and and then you ain't who sweet. that was. That shit, whoever who is the guy talking about? You ain't sweet. My yes. mama said oh. he's yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, oh, 
He's so that's, good. I, I've seen him. That's Woody. Before. That's Woody the Great, though. That's uh, he was. He's a he's a Instagram YouTube guy. Okay. Oh, okay. I know him from Power. Uh, the book. Two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. he's on Power Book uh, Two. That's where I know him from. Yeah, okay. that's where you know from him. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I was like, I know this guy, but oh, my I know, God. right? I couldn't place him. But yeah, I mean, because when you watch him in book two, he's kind of like this. He's uh, he's Mary J. Blige's son, right? Like, oh, oh, Bobby Brown. Wait, that was Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. is that? Who? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that same kid who played Bobby Brown. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. him. Oh yeah, man, he's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was funny. That whole interaction was. Oh god, hilarious. that was great. Yeah, but that was and, and then and then he goes and says, "I'd rather die." And, continue, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, here, here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Legit famous last words. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love how they lo- like they knew each other from childhood and, yeah. and shot them anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. Really? You want to know how messed up that is? That it's literally, if we're going to bring this to modern times, a lot of these kids who beef in the hood, a lot of them grew up together. Yep. And then at yeah. some point, at like age 12, 13, 14, they kind of split off into different factions and somehow become ox and then face each real. other in the streets. <laughs> that was exactly right. That's yeah. exactly what that parallel yeah. was. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, growing up, that's growing up for real in the hood. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that, that, that just makes me think of adventures of childhood now. Oh, I told you that's, guys about the Filipino. That's what it was. Like, our moms knew each other, and now we're shooting each other. Do yeah. tell me. Do tell me about those. I think you can I tell told me you about, about the Filipinos. How like I, I, one day? Oh yeah, yeah. I was walking. I'm walking down the street, and there's a Filipino gang, and I'm just like, oh man. And then when I got close, I was like, oh, it's homeboy from church. And you're like, all right, <laughs> exactly. we good. We good. I don't gotta worry exactly. too much. You know, the first two guys looked a little sketchy, but then homeboy from church was like, oh yeah, that's Brian. We good. And then let yeah. me walk yeah. by. And I was like, all right. <laughs> hey, what up, Nelson? We ain't gonna rob <laughs> him. Yeah. 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 Oh That's shit! Crazy. Man. Oh Dang. man, I would like to say just overall. Do you feel like we needed this movie? Hell yeah, yeah. I, yeah it was I, cool. It was cool to see an all black western for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was both needed in that aspect and in general. It was the first good cowboy movie since like Three Ten to Yuma. To be honest, mm. like if you True. taking away like you know like maybe they're Quentin not in Tarantino. the same category. Yeah. Yeah, no, like taking away those movies because those were like more like this is Quentin Tarantino's movie. He's just gonna make he wants to make this type of movie. Like it's it's not making it for the genre because this in general was a good cowboy yeah. movie. Like the yeah. basic story, the plot twists, the action yeah. scenes are ridiculous. That's uh, what I, well, that's what I was saying, right? That's one of the things that I think I look forward to the most in Hollywood. It's not necessarily a black movie. It's a movie that happens to star black people. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. Like yeah. this movie, like, you know, I know some people are going to say, oh, well, it's a black Western. Yes. In the sense that all the leads and blah, blah, blah. Sure. I get that. And it also touches on some aspects, but they don't dwell on yeah, those it's things not the only to the thing, point yeah. where it's like preachy. It's not preachy at all. No. Yeah. 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 It's, just, it's just how black it's people would be life. in these situations. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And exactly. that's what, that's what it's like. That's why it's so great. And yeah. I also like it because it also contains all those elements like, it contains hip hop. Like somebody, yeah. when I was talking about it, they were like, "Well, is it in the tradition of uh, Sturges and um, who's the one who did uh, the Good, the Bad, oh, and the Ugly?" Westerns, Peck and Paw, and like, yeah, yeah, they were naming all these white directors. <clears throat> and I was like, "All, I know, all those dudes are dope as fuck." Yeah, none of them right. could have done this movie, you right. know, mm-hmm. because they don't mm-hmm. have that reference. They don't have that hip hop mm-hmm. reference. They don't have that. 
I know a lot of people are saying Tarantino, but I think it even goes further because I know the director is a super film head where it's like the old grindhouse, the old blatsploitation, mm-hmm. which yeah. all had that super high re- hyper-realistic action karate films, which Tarantino, it's that same thing where Tarantino is just taking from all these different right. people. Right. And so I think that's what uh, Bullets, the Bullets did with this, James did with this, that it's like he just has all these different points of references. Like, the shot when uh, Shorty is shooting up a dude, and every time she shoots, it zooms in a little bit. Oh, she, yeah. I was like, this motherfucker here, you know? Like, I'm watching that, that shit nice. again last night. I'm like, this motherfucker was really not playing with this movie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he really put his heart into this shit, and that's why I think it's not even that it's a Western. It's just that it's this dope revenge tale, you know, yeah. that is real, that is couched in the Western themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Cuffy for a second? That's oh, yes, Cuffy is amazing. Cuffy is amazing. amazing. Her yeah. little kiss with Mary at the end, and, what? and Mary's no. like, "What the? What are you looking at?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what? kissed on the lips. That was like one of the things I didn't peep till the second time I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, she should have kissed her as dead on the lips right there." Yeah, like, yeah. Know? Cuffy wasn't but- playing. Yeah. No, Cuffy wasn't playing. Cuffy was played based off of a real character, a real yeah, person. Yeah, soldier. Too. I had read. Yeah, mm, yeah, okay. a woman who posed as a male to enlist oh. in the army. So it kind of like falls in line with the ending where she goes up with the marshal to be. Oh, you know, that's nice. Yeah, right? I so, need yeah. your own flip. I need more Cuffy. Yeah, yeah her name so was Cathay Cathay Williams, but she enlisted as William Cathay. Uh, <laughs> it was like flipped her name. I respect yeah. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, and they picked the right actress. To- Show oh, that you know she could be andro- androgynous, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one thing I Danielle noticed is that like, there was quite a bit of like, huh? Uh, De- Danielle Del- De- Deadweiler, I think is the name. Yeah. Great, yeah, Just I think so. fantastic. Yeah. Um, there was as I was listening, I I was hearing a lot of Nigerian influence, like the, some of yeah. the sound, like words, like the rhythm. I was like, there's a lot of Nigerian, and then I looked into it, and the director is a Nigerian guy, London. He's uh, Seal's Nigerian brother. British. He's he's Seal's brother, the singer yep. Seal. Oh, oh snap. Yeah. yeah. And he he's been a he's been a musician and a yeah. producer. The bullets have done a lot of production work. So they've been so, around. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And there's I, an Afrobeat. Like, they play all the Afrobeat during the fight Afrobeats. And like I I was hearing like I was like, is this my dad talking? You know? I yeah. hear like <laughs> the words in the background. And then I realized like they use like songs from Fella. If you guys know yep. who Fella is, it's like yeah, yeah. jazz. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He's the greatest dope, the, anyway. the African James Brown. If people don't know Fella Cruz, they should. Yeah. And his, and his son, bro. His son, too, is along the same Femi lines. is another one, yeah. Femi, yeah. Femi, Femi, yeah. Uh, and then um, yeah, they no. played that during the fight sequence. That was the jam for me, and I got to get that wa- joint. Wahala, Wahala something, Wahala Day. Yeah, we, what, we, yeah. Uh, what do you say? It means we came here to do, we're in this room to do this thing or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget shit, now, but lit. they had some dope, they had some dope influences in the soundtrack. It was Hell like, yeah. That, yeah. That's one of the things that I feel this movie, like you were saying, every element that brought the movie together was something that was special. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, and that's what was so much fun as watching it, because when you watched it, it you know, you know how we always say nowadays as a content creator, you know, you, you want to create your content, but you want to have different influences and you can like reuse your content here, there and everywhere. This mm-hmm. movie felt like they put all these pieces together. And then on the back end, you could be like, OK, we're a bunch of blurs. Let's talk about the history of every single character, because yeah. it's something interesting we can do. Yep. Oh, you're a bunch of music yeah. fans. Let's just talk about how we broke down all the music. Mm-hmm. You're a movie fan. Oh, did you see this scene, this scene, this scene, this scene and this scene? Yep. Like all those yeah. elements in one movie that were so thought out is something that makes it so special. They give they give everything from the everyone from the villain to the good people like 
just the right amount of screen time, the right amount yeah. of story. Mm-hmm. You understood everyone's motivation. It was weird, but everyone actually got the right amount of screen time. Even right. David Wayans is a stupid ass character that I was yeah. annoyed with. Dion Cole, perfect amount. Dion Cole, Cole. oh man. Oh wait, that that was Damon Wayne's son, right? Who's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was great. Grimes, I think, was his name. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Dion Cole is Wiley, which was oh, uh, he was fantastic, which is unfortunate for him. Yeah. (laughs) But like you were saying, the perfect amount of screen time, you had him at that moment. You had him a little bit later when they catch him on his way out, and you Mm -hmm. had him towards the end. That's all yes. you needed. You needed yeah. him sprinkled in at these special moments. And then even how he dies, you're just like, I mean, that I respect that scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like the movie was like, uh, uh, to sum it up, it's like an amazing collaboration, a perfect example of a collaboration and no one phoning it in. Yeah. Like every aspect of what was happening in this movie was like, like it's like people knew that was going to be a good movie and they were like, so I'm going to give it my best. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but. I would have loved to seen the, how the set was, how it would have been to be on set yeah. because you could tell that people like, like they got to, they went to work that day. You know, they yeah. put their their best foot forward. So yeah. I, I wonder what would have happened if if like Sterling K. Brown and Cynthia Erivo were able to still be a part of the cast or Wesley Snipes. Oh, I think was to? originally supposed to be part. Yeah, they are. They're all three. I think there were some other people too, but then the Damn, pandemic caused some issues. There'll be yeah. some sequel um, then. Yeah, I don't know sure. who they were supposed to play though. I think Cynthia Erivo might have been stagecoach Mary. Um, mm. if I'm not mistaken, which there you go with a darker skin, you know, yeah, uh, still very small, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I briefly want to, whichever one, yeah. I, I briefly just want to mention the now that I'm looking back and thinking to myself, the two times where you could kind of see that certain characters are evil are for Cherokee Bill when he's supposed to be squaring up with somebody like. He cuts his ass. Right? Okay, so when he's supposed <laughs> to square up with someone, my man ducks, and he becomes yeah. Trudy with the perfect handoff. Yep. He just gets a knife. Slit, yeah. slit, 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 guys on the ground. Then you see that again when Rufus is facing off against Homeboy in Town Square, and again, goes for a punch. He leans back, grabs yep. the gun, and just like gun butts the shit. Gun butts the shit oh. out I was like, whoa! But also, I'm just like, look at these perfect handoffs. Like, yeah. How, yeah, 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 yeah. how are you so in, <laughs> in sync with somebody on Trudy is just on it, yo. Trudy no, yeah, is always Trudy's ready. Like, yo, dude, just like, here you go. They've, they've killed a lot of people, man. That's really yeah. all it is. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, you, get, you get really good at it at a certain point. You, to, you know? each, other's, each other's cadences. You're shooting somebody like, this is where he needs the knife. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy this. It's legit Even, like, okay, um, we going to square up and then... They're counting bullets, man. Like they know what's going on. Yeah. When Nat Yo, and you Mary have... were doing the back to back in the oh, free yeah. Yeah. stop! I was like, push and they throw like, back. Like yeah, yeah that's good. in those times, I would have been a dope ass gunman because I know a your bullets are <laughs> finite. So I'm hiding. I'm counting how many times <laughs> yeah. you took. Which is what they ended up doing at the end. They waited until <laughs> yeah. everybody ran out of bullets and then they came out with their own. I'm like, why don't people do bad, that? Bad, bad. Actually, there'd be no fight if that was the case. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone's just waiting. Here's my one. Where's, where's their one? Then it becomes like Blackjack with cow- card counters. You're just yeah, like, you're exactly. all that fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This motherfucker knows how to count the deck. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, man, no, man. great. That was a great movie. I think I watched it right after we talked about it on Wednesday uh, last week. Yeah. Um, couldn't pass it up. Yeah, because we said we were gonna. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. I oh, uh, super dope. 
I, I look forward to the sequel. I mean, like we said, we saw the ending. We saw, we see the hand. We see the, we, someone survived. We see Trudy in that last shot. So that, you know, that's, and I respect that setup that like, oh, it's not over. There's going to be more in this world. And that's cool. Really, um, really cool. Oh, I had to ask you guys real quick. Until Rufus shot at the ground in that last scene with him and Nat, did you think he was setting Nat up to kill him? Like he was playing him by saying, telling him the story of the brother and the father. Yeah, take a cheap shot. Yeah, because that's 100% what I thought was happening. I didn't Probably. think for a second they were actually brothers. I was just like, Nat, please don't tell me you're stupid enough to fall for this. But then when he had the chance and, and Nat turned his back, for him to shoot the ground, I was just like, either he's really playing this up mm. or he's about to genuinely kill. For real. Like, Wait, yeah, you don't for think real. that, that, that they're supposed to be brothers? You think he's lying to him? I did until that moment, until the, at the from when Nat walks in and Rufus is sitting at the table and starts telling the story. I thought a hundred percent Rufus is doing this to buy time and to the. Oh show. no! I would no. As soon as like you thought, okay, when he, yeah. before he walked in, I was like, wait a minute, how are they gonna fit uh, fix with that opening scene? I'm like, this movie's mm-hmm. coming to an end. Fair, so I'm like, how fair. does that? How do they reconcile with that opening scene? Yeah. So as soon as he starts telling the story, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's how, you know, they're brothers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I actually legit was like, they're brothers, they're brothers, they're brothers. And he's just like, we're brothers. I'm like, ah, God damn it. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're also like, wait, how the fuck old is Idris's character Yeah, right okay. Now? <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that kind of, I was just like, how old is Idris's cal- character? If he's like 50, then Nat Love's like, what, 19? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know, it works out. You know, yeah, don't crack. We know black don't crack. I say you know, let, let, let her slide. You let her slide. I definitely let that slide because I'm almost like, all right. So if you if your son can come revisit you, yeah. find you in your house, shoot you and your new wife, and then carve a cross in his little brother's head, you got to be like thirty. <laughs> yeah. So that means your dad went buck and probably killed your mom when you were like ten. So first of all, how old is Reverend Daddy? The yeah. whole they they base this entirely on Black Don't Crack. They should make yeah. all this movie Black Don't Crack. <laughs> that, might just like, you know, that might have to be the title. They they it's a hard The skin don't crack. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Difference, like you know. We we you haven't know. had an episode that's called that. I might have to look at that archives. Uh, have, oh, that. have we? I don't think so. It, they base this entirely on Black Don't Crack. That sounds like. Uh... Oh, that's too long of a title. I was just saying Black Don't Crack. Oh. <laughs> uh, do we? I know. I know we're pretty much running out of time here, but yeah, we, we probably should this. address this. The leak, the latest leak for Far From Home before this week is over, because this is like a major thing that came out just a day ago. Do you want to do it in the and Geek News? Let's do it in Geek News. Yes, sir. Let's do Run it. it All right. Do you know what time it is? Geek news and rumors. End of the show. We got 15 minutes to go. Let's go. I will share what I have here. All these. Oh, don't show me that shit. I hate this rumor. (laughs) What are you doing now? It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. Okay. Oh boy. Here's here's why. So if this is true, I'm just gonna say I was right all along. We were all right. Oh, I'm gonna say this is the most photoshopped thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm tired of this. Wire is not tired. Okay, let me explain. All right, we have John Campea. You see his tag on the photo there, right? Yeah, yeah, Canadian. Now, he leaked these two images yeah. thinking that they were potentially fake or or not. And and he was just like, he you know what? I'm not. Just he's put a it fucking liar. Right, I that's know. what he's saying. Yeah. Um, but then apparently he got a call from Sony shortly afterwards telling yeah. him to take the, like, 
or someone or a source saying that like these are potentially like real images from the set and to take them down. So there's right. this one, and then there's yeah. Where is the other one? I just like to point out though, him spinning tales of stories doesn't prove anything. By the way, it just of adds course. to his clout. Yeah. And then there's this one. Yeah. But everyone has been guessing about you know this this being the setup for this scene yeah, already. Yeah. So it's like. I gotta say though, these look really photoshopped to me. Like what? the other one, the other one, so. looked, the other one looks photoshopped to me. Like yeah, totally, well, okay, so you want to yeah, know why it looks so photoshopped? It's because it's potentially behind a green screen. And when you take a photo of something like that, it could potentially look like it is right because it's not necessarily yeah. as pure as in, in its like finished form. Um, yeah. I don't. So, I believe someone these took images. a picture of three people standing in front of a green screen with the green screen image filled in. No, no, no. no. Someone took a picture. Of, a of an unfinished, exactly, of a screen of an unfinished uh, movie, whatever editing. Um, it doesn't yeah, look that fake, man. I'm no, sorry. It no, doesn't really look that Toby fake. Toby McGuire, though, I've seen Toby recently. They must have photoshopped his whole body, too, because that's not Why? how. Toby McGuire does not look that way anymore. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. He ain't fitting in that suit. <laughs> no, he ain't fitting in that suit. <laughs> like that Toby McGuire is a dad what now. What do you mean? Toby McGuire has bad body. You want me to say it? I'm trying to be he's nice. Not, I'm trying to be nice much. with it. Listen, listen. Sure, you could probably even CGI this, to be honest. Why not? Put Make a stomach a little flatter than usual. Sure. sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I'm just saying, oh when I saw this picture the first time, I was just like, wow, that's some good photoshopping of heads onto people. Because that, to me... Genuinely, wow. yeah, that one doesn't look good to me. The I'll other one, yeah, that one talks uh, as as Matt Murdock. You you might have me. I might be more inclined to believe that one. That one just feels weird because like, why is Matt still wearing that same suit? <laughs> yeah, you're Matt, like, Matt's you're blind. <laughs> Matt's blind. Bro, that's that's right blind. I mean, you can't buy another <laughs> suit. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, he fuck, probably like, has the exact same suit in ten different friggin' like shame. he's got like ten of the same suit. Yeah, exactly. Yo, Froggy <laughs> is not a good friend if he's letting him out roll around out here in the same <laughs> suit, looking like he don't know what dry cleaning is. Can't buy another one. Like, get out of here. Was, that is. I don't great. know. Yo, but I, I, I'm excited <laughs> for this. It makes me even more pumped to to prove you wrong. About you never proved me wrong because I've said I've said from the beginning I've said from the, the, the Ben this, I've been telling them from the beginning I don't believe that this many people are going to show up in the movie because That's I think making a movie stuff. with that many characters showing up would be you a mistake. saw Endgame and Infinity yeah you just saw Endgame and Infinity where you're bugging yo, <laughs> I disagree <laughs> immediately between there's a big difference between building up for twenty movies. And nah, given after three movies, you're going to introduce every villain Spider-Man's ever dealt with, every Spider-Man that's ever existed. Like, that's that to me. Seems I don't like, know if Sandman, Venom, all those people are showing up. That I, I have doubts about. I said about. that. That's what I've been saying. Uh, no, but there's definitely four. There's at there's least definitely four, or four. Or five. I don't think we're seeing all six. I've stuck with that. No, it, it, there's a movie poster out where they sh clearly show Doc Doc's tentacles, yep. uh, the electricity, Sandman. But, that, but the electricity that's in the sand four. could just that's be it. electric and sand in the background. Uh, but let's People be are, honest. Come on. Are, like, are we being naive no, here? Like, let's be serious. Like, come on. I don't want to be mean. I know we just met, but I don't want to call it. But let's, <laughs> let's be honest here. I, 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 I mean, but it's like... You're the perfect middle ground because every week I say the same thing you're saying, but these guys call me an idiot. But you're you you you're more hopeful than I am, I think. Yeah, I would hope they do it. 
Okay. You know, yes. I want to, I, Sandman from that um that dude who played Sandman yeah. murdered wasn't, that shit. Yeah. That yeah. 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 I just said that last week too. I actually I'd love to see my man's uh come back as Venom for that matter. Um what's Topher? Yes, Topher. Oh my god, bro. Oh my god, this is kind of worm. Oh my god. Hey, uh, okay. I love, I love, I love um, Garfield. I think Garfield is great. I think Toby yeah. is, you know, I like, I like Toby, whatever, you know. But you know what? I would like to see Toby to, uh no, sorry, Topher Grace come back just so our the new venom can eat him. That's I just want to insert that joke now. I like Topher because to me, Venom should always be the parallel to Spider-Man, you know, like the evil version. And so Topher being like slim and still being like nerdy and geeky and then yeah, evil was true. hilarious to me. I like the broad version. I like the new one too, but it's like, that was just hilarious. And when they cast him, I don't know if he, the movie was that good with him, but when they cast him, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Because, <laughs> it's like Topher is the evil Toby, you know, it's like, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so that shit was, you know, it, it might not that's have worked actually, out how it worked out in my head. But when they cast him, I was like, oh, that's fucking comedy, you know, like, and then I just love how Topher looks all crazy in that movie. It's so funny. Like, it's, yeah. But no, if they do, like, okay, so that, let's see, the Sandman from that, um, who'd you just say? Uh, we got Green Goblin, um, Green Goblin, and no, Mike, Jamie is in there. Jamie, we know, is in there. Yeah. Mike, so I think you're missing maybe Venom and. We just got a comment consider the previous five Spider-Man movies as build up. I can't consider movies outside of the canon of the universe that a whole generation of kids haven't seen. They have seen. Up. But they, it was it yeah, was not canon, been. and now it's going to be it's canon. canon. That's yeah, that's exactly. the thing. That's why, and that's exactly. why I like it. Why are you yeah. so, why James are you Bond so this shit, this? dude. That's what they're doing. Why they're James Bond in it. It's great. It's a bad idea. I've told you guys. It's great. I no, think it's James a bad Bond. Oh, I love it. James Bond. <laughs> Just like I want yeah. um, Wesley Snipes to be in the new Blade joint. Like I need to fuck Yo, I'd be down for that. let's talk. Let's talk Eternals next week because there are yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw it. To, need yeah. to address. 100%. Remember when we did? The, remember when we saw the list that AVN released and Eternals was twenty number twenty one? Yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. You smoking? <laughs> you gotta, big this crap. is why I talk about the post credit scene. There's only one post credit <laughs> oh scene. My I, I only want to talk about the last post credit screen. That's I put it in my say. top five, honestly, dog. Right, mm-hmm. I, I will top play. five? Top, I can't put top it. seven. I, like, okay, yeah, that quickly changed. Black Panther, just because Iron Man three, and y'all can fight me all day. Okay, yeah, oh, we were oh, no, we no, no, I gotta leave. I gotta leave. I gotta leave. I got problems. I gotta leave. Yeah, and, and I, I will, I will show you. I mean, I you know, no, it's it's okay. It just means yeah. that you have to come back on the show, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> going to address this immediately. Easily. There will be no hellos. I will say it's going to be proven. Iron Man three is easily. It's oh, the no. best Iron we're, Man, without a doubt. It's oh, we're no. getting a chalkboard okay. out. It's, now we're getting a chalkboard out with it, points. It leaves and bounds. The only reason, <laughs> we, the only reason why Iron Man One is considered so great is because it's like the it's first the to do it well. Yeah. But yeah. Shane Chi and, and Doctor Strange and every other movie that's copied this formula has shown it's not that difficult. Mm. Iron Man Three mm. is different. It's not. I like the this other angle. Movies. I wish we could argue this. It has a. It has a. Will, a smart when he comes in it, he <laughs> gets disrespected by the hero instead of being like, "Oh, let's show this cute little kid." Iron Man leaves that motherfucker out in the cold. <laughs> it twists everything that you needed in, about the Mandarin, which should have been twisted. 
and Ben Kingsley is amazing. Oh, I don't get people's ben problem Kingsley with it. Yeah, I think I think I really the problem with it is the fact that it didn't end up being the real thing, and I think that oh, well. itself, right? <laughs> I think I think I think I think that itself they do is the what. Took, oh, Dave, stop my comments! Heart attack because David, 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 this man had rings, dog, and he walked around in a speedo. It would have looked like it's the most dumb. Shit I don't want the I don't want the suit, dude. I don't care about this. Great. I'm the biggest fan of Mandarin. Oh it would never work. Okay, great. I need I need time to prepare for this. Just, I'm gonna get Iron notes. Incredible. <laughs> no, it's we like, oh my god! You know how I know you're cold because we're connected and drives off on that kid. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's Tony Stark at his most Tony Stark ever. Oh my god! It's so good. Yeah, I'm liking this angle. I can't right now. You're not gonna. I can't right now. I can't. And, and, and <laughs> Eternals is easily right up there. Like I'm 21. Oh, man, I what? Do, I, so wait, wait, question, I question, question, movie, question, ah, question. What, what, what's what's the worst? Wait, wait. What's your the two two top worst of Marvel? Of the Easy 20th or the Dark World. Yeah, okay, okay. the Dark World. We can all say that. But yeah, okay. that and that's like, but that's what I mean. Marvel is like they're like Pixar. It's like say, what's the worst Pixar movie? Like, true. Are they really that bad? You know, that's <laughs> the thing. It's, like, it's, it's not competing, really. They're competing these, against themselves at this. These point, motherfuckers right? yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's Yo, like yeah. people have kids, right? But they always have a favorite kid. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Captain Marvel. I've never seen Captain Marvel twice. Neither have I. I said the same thing last week, and people chose not to jump on that. And on I that keep going to be saying Captain Marvel wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I, I like Captain Marvel. I thought it was well done. But I'll say this. Yeah. I, I'll I like say, her. I don't like that movie. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. say Marvel's worst movie is still better than DC's best movie. Jeez. 100%. That's trying to get. From the DCEU right now, what would you say is the best DCEU film? Yeah, Man of Steel. Yes, uh, exactly. Man of Steel. Yeah. Man of Steel definitely beats Thor. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be serious. Like, it you're is. saying Wonder Woman is worse than Thor? Wonder You're Woman, Wonder Woman is, is a worse blemish on beyond humanity. So there's no like, yeah, Thor Wonder, Dark Wonder World. Woman Thor is Dark worse World. than everything. The first Wonder Woman is good until yes. you get to the third act. I told okay. you, I say yeah, it every act. time. I agree. Every time you get to the third act, I can't, I can't watch the rest of the movie. It gets me so mad yeah. to know that you had the opportunity. You're at the finish line, and then you just fumbled the fuck out of it. And not even just that, you tripped everyone else. I don't say they fumbled it though, like until '84. Wonder Woman yeah, Thor is like, go. oh, what were you like? Oh, oh my God, y'all don't get this at all. Here's what it is: <laughs> Wonder Woman '84 is an onside kick return attempt, and then they just fuck that whole up. It <laughs> just comes to kick the ball, and I don't even think there's a sports blimmer. It's like you up by, you know, <laughs> Wonder Woman is the exact opposite of every, it is the everyone phoning it, it in that is what everyone yeah, is that's the yeah, example that's of everyone phoning it in because it's, so it, nice. it's, 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 it's the atlanta falcons being up 28 to 3 against the new england patriots and then losing at the end of the game in the fourth Jeez, quarter ages, that's, that's exactly what that was that's no i can't thing. even give it that and I, i'm from houston <laughs> <laughs> we had to collapse against uh, the buffalo bills and it ain't even it's uh, worse than yeah. that like, no, yeah. yeah. no, yeah. that movie like disrespects Ooh. women you know, yeah. it's like if, if it's like if Black Panther Jeez. disrespected Black people. It's yeah. like it is so wild that that movie got made. Yeah, I'm I'm down to talk Eternals, man. I I, I mean, like I said, it to, to me, uh, it, it, the the problem with Eternals for me is it's not that it's it's not a bad movie. It's actually oh. a good movie. It just wasn't interesting to me. 
And that's but what is it great though that Marvel is doing something different? Sure, yeah, I think, yeah, sure. I, think, I, think well, I actually like the fact that they have the courage to swing for something else so that we're not. Because yeah. at yes, some point, yes. people, were, people yeah. were saying they're pretty formulaic, like like yeah. Jay was just saying, right? Yeah. Like if it's, if saying, you're yeah. asking me if it's a good movie, yes. Mm. Is it an interesting movie? Did I feel entertained at the end? No. That's no. the problem. Wow. And, and part of it is also Damn. just Marvel looking at DC and being like, hey, we could do Superman better than you in regards to some of the action scenes and stuff. It's like, and they did. They, eh. yeah. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> That's really what they did. That's they all it was. Right, okay. Because we could do more we, like, we, you know. We, we're, we're, we got to save this for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll say this. I love like the characters in Eternals more than I love now. Some of the people who have been around since the yes. beginning of the MCU. I relate yes. to them more. Yeah, Athena yeah. and Gilgamesh are my oh, heart. Like, yo. you know, it's like that is like the OTP those two. Like, I I the whole time I was watching those two together, yeah. I remember I was holding my girl's hand, and you know what scene I'm talking about. Yes. And I held my, her hand and squeezed it when it happened. Yeah. And I was just like, that's my boy. And I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. But I think you know well, what that, else did you need? Then? That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. <laughs> and then they had Macari and Druig, and then they you, had like this shit me, is fucking dope. Like that. I, I, lo- I like that. I like the speed this, the the depiction. Oh Macari. my god, oh, yeah. Macari, Macari was, was so sick. Yeah. He was amazing. <laughs> but that's I need it. to see this movie, bro. Again, all the characters amazing. Uh, the the acting amazing. Cinematography, all that stuff. But when I get to, did I enjoy? Did I like the story overall? No, I found Nigga, the. They had Celestials. <laughs> I, I think I think on like a second or a third rewatch, you, your mind might change a little bit. Yeah, because that's God what I feel that with this good. movie. I think like just because of what we're so used to, yo, Marvel has given us so much amazing content yeah. that if it really isn't where we that feeling, if we don't get that feeling, we don't think it's a good movie. Yeah. Like automatically, it doesn't fall. But like, I think there's a lot here that sets up a lot for the future as well, for the next phase. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's something That's, we can all. I'm, I, I made, I made my comments based on the fact of how many times I yawned and looked at my watch to see how long, how much. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we there. saw different wow. joints. Wow. Yeah, we saw. I was twisted, but I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, Man, we're we're, we're that, talking that about this for sure. You saw the eye first, and then you see the chest. And then yeah. you see this giant, like, come on. I agree with all, all, then, all the cinematography you know, was made, but story. Thanos' reasons start to make a bit more sense. Yep. Yeah. Like, for doing what he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, next yeah the story. About it. So, like, we have to talk about it. Like, nah. Yeah. The other is a dope character. Oh. And, and all the connections to mythology, you guys know I'm a mythology fan, so that shit really hit me. Like, as a like deep head mythology fan. Like, but I, we I, always say- hate, I always hated Sprite, and I loved her. That one line she said in this film is like, mm. nah, man. I don't yeah, know. Fire alarm somewhere? Sorry, something's happening in my kitchen, apparently. <laughs> Your house is burning. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And on that alarm, we know it's time to go, folks. Yeah, house is burning down. <laughs> Things are getting so hot here. We gotta go, um, <laughs> guys. The we got a fucking blast. You see the link at the bottom right there for allnerds.com. Check them out. Yo, man. Thank- on all the interwebs, everywhere, social, everywhere at for all nerds. Instagram, Twitter. Please hit us up. We there. And, and if you go to the website at the bottom, of the website has a link to all their socials too. So go check yep. that out. 
Um, and if you want to just like, I'm on the site right now, it's just so much fun to look at all this stuff, so much content. So go check it out. Homie, man. Thank you. Skinny. Ben, thank you, you for coming yeah. through. I mean, I've been, I thank you because nah, no I know problem, you got bro. enough going through. So this is just an experience from to bringing the for all knows world and the Geektastic Cipher world together, Canada, US connect. So, I mean, hopefully yeah, we, we get to get, we definitely got to do again. some more stuff together, man. Thank y'all for, sure. for having yeah. me. This was very always, fun. Always, 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 yeah. always. It's awesome. Now nah, y'all really yes, dope, sir. man. I like what y'all doing. So, you know, keep it up. We'll Appreciate get you back that. for another you, uh, an Eternals or something. Oh yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we might have to have you back. Oh next no, week. no, no, no! There's a sp- there's an Iron Man and Spider Man debate happening. I don't yeah, we got to talk about that. About. Yeah. <laughs> talking about anything else? <laughs> That's, I don't know what you're talking I have, about. I have real wild opinions about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Topher Grace is good. Iron Man three is amazing. Oh my god! Ben yeah, Kingsley agree. shouldn't be the real Mandarin. Some bum off the street. I have questions. Oh my oh god, Ben Kingsley is so good at that shit. He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's just so funny. Crazy. I, was, I was so happy in the theater because I knew how people were to be so mad. <laughs> Kids, we will be back next week with another Ooh. one. Make sure you check out all our socials at Geektastic Cypher. You know the deal. We are out, y'all. Appreciate you. Who says? Hey, <laughs> <laughs>